Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman Beyond. And wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I'll see Batman and Beyond. <laughs> Greetings, oh, cool God. boy Bat Nation, what is it? Who is and this? welcome to another installment of Batman mm. Beyond. Is this the kitty show? Cool Boys Podcast. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Ballard. <laughs> is this your new voice? I, don't, I, I get letters from my own fans that are like, I agree that this guy's voice is annoyed when he does these stupid voices. So, um, stop. <laughs> <laughs> For our fans, stop. <laughs> I don't know if I want to um, do this episode with you. Who, who am I talking to right now? Ballard. It's, the, it's not not the Ballard that I know, but um, <laughs> what's that laugh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't like it. So cool. It's, it's something. It's something. Yes, and... What's your name, Yes And? Yes And, yeah, yeah. I'm Yes And Steve. <laughs> My name is Terry Riffic Steve. So cool. Tonight's episode <laughs> is A Touch of Curare. Is that how you pronounce it? Curare. Carrera? <laughs> Carrera? Curare. Curare. Directed by Dan Reba and written by Hilary J. Bader. All right. I'm gonna, the air I'm date gonna, was May fifteenth. I want this voice. This voice to end, please. This is like I'm not like this is. I can't stand listening to this voice. This voice is not fun. Cut <laughs> it out. No more. Vo- talk normally. You don't like Bjork. No more. T- I don't like the way you're talking. Like Bjork. You're not Bjork. <laughs> this is my Bjork. Oh my god. This is my Bjork. Mm-hmm. I'm Bjork. <laughs> I'm Bjork. <laughs> this episode's air date is May 15th, 1999. And again, Cool Boy Nation, we're watching these episodes in production order. Wikipedia says a deadly assassin named Kirara. Stop. District Attorney Stop. Stop. <laughs> Seriously. This is like obnoxious. I, if I was listening to this, I would just stop listening. I would like, I was just like, what the fuck am I, what's going on here? Like, no. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Talk normally, or I'm gonna stop and I'm just gonna leave. <clears throat> clear clear your throat and fucking. To protect the <laughs> legend complex of Gordon and some surprising revelations about the past. <laughs> okay, fine, I'm done. <laughs> All right, I got through it. Wow. Now let's get into it. Barbara is back, baby. Yeah, back in full. And she brings some a little exposition later on, explains what happened. And she's dating the DA, Steve? Oh, my God. Conflict of interest <laughs> at all here? You tell me. I don't think so. But I, I think that... Um, you heard that commissioners out there go bang the DA. I thought it was interesting, though, like towards the end of the episode or whatever, um, 
was like towards I think it was towards the end of the episode she confirmed that like she was like we had puppy love me and Dick had puppy love but me and Batman we were the real thing oh yeah and I was like what Barbara dumped Dick and fucked the shit out of Bruce that's why Dick is not friends with Batman you know fuck Oh, that makes total sense. That's so. That is that everything right there? Is I think, that the whole I think thing? it. I think it wraps it? it up for me. I'm. I'm wow. Neat little bow. I'm. I'm happy. Dude, that was hardcore. By the way, that was a big drop. And by the way, that was. This is this not is a, a kitty baby show. show. This is a kitty show. This is not. No, no. This is a big boy show. Uh, to uh, talk about that. They're, yeah, they're talking about love triangles. Her dating like oh, a man, yeah. like, like three times as old as like well how old much older is bruce like we bruce <laughs> is 45 when he meets her at the age of 17 and and i think he knew her before she was i think he yeah, knew because we talk about it he's all like barbara you grew up a lot <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally that point when he meets her again when barbara's introduced oh, yeah. in like uh Sicko. shadow of the bat part one uh-huh. he's like whoa barbara i might have that as a note <laughs> let me actually see if i found that if i can find that note because i'm pretty sure i have that is a note that he literally did that in Shadow of the Bat. He was all like, oh, my God, Barbara, titties, titties. Uh, let me see. It's Shadow like, of the Bat there was. All you need is to ha- lose one of your parents, and I will make you <laughs> back. Let's see. Bruce's big screen is back. Oh, yeah. I love the fact that there is a big screen. Let's see. I I, I guess one that he said something like that to Barbara. He's I, all like, I oh, think my he God. Did. I think he had a reaction. I think okay. he played it oh, up. whatever. But it was like... You know, I can't find you've grown, note. you know, since last I've seen you or something like that. You've grown in you've the grown chest. You've grown so much. Yeah. yeah, your chest has grown a lot <laughs> since the last time I've seen you, Barbara. And those hips. I probably made the same bad joke then, too, mm-hmm. when I made that, when I watched that episode. Um, I love this opening silent sexy ninja fight. It's so great with Curare. It's fucking the best, dude. She is really hot. She's like, she's like that one ninja that Batman had a fight. But sexy and blue and wearing less clothing. And was she also an assassin from um, whatever this? She's a shadow of assassins. Shadow of They're assassins. new. Are they? I that's thought that new, it was I like think. a Rachel Ghoul thing. That's what I was thought. No, because that's the League of Assassins or whatever. Or uh, I think they're Society all of Shadows or something. <laughs> it's different in, in in this show. I can't I remember. Like Look it's it all up. Related. What is it? Because it's different in this show than it is in DC and in Batman Begins. Because this show created like a different version of it. But the Society of Assassins, I think, is new for the Batman Beyond. I don't recall that. Unless that's who the ninja guy uh, fought for. Did he fight for them? I don't know. Society of Assassins. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. I'll do oh some, my God, you'll I'll do look some into it. like Batman. Got so it. yeah, Day of the Samurai. Uh, Kyodai. Look up Society of Assassins. So Kyodai, um, I don't know if he was... Uh, I don't know if Kyodai was a Society of Assassins uh, person, actually. So, But Kyodai was the ninja that uh, Batman had to fight because he trained with Kyodai a long time ago when he was a little boy. Yeah, it's a strictly thing that was created for Batman Beyond. But they, like... They mention it... It's that, like, Bruce outside of the animated series like you know became aware of them basically so there's history with him but just enough for the show yeah Batman Beyond nothing to like go beyond that really that's what it seems like I love when um, Barbara enters the Batcave and she's like I am not my father and I don't like no Batman so get your fucking Batman off my streets and if you're gonna keep him on the streets do not involve your shit with my police work like mm-hmm. 
stay the fuck out. I thought that was really cool. And that's kind of fun because it's an element of the character of Batman that I know of the character of Batman, not the character of Batman Beyond, but the character of Batman that, like, you know, he has to battle the, the duality of, like, being a crime fighter but also, like, essentially being hunted by the cops. It's something they obviously do in The Dark Knight Rises uh, based off the ending of The Dark Knight. Um, it's something that they do in season one of Batman the Animated Series, but it, it very quickly becomes, like, you know, Batman's only really not trusted by a few people, like Harvey Bullock, but, or, uh, you know, I think that's about it, maybe, other than, like, a, maybe, like, a, a bit day player type character that's involved in the show, but, like, he's accepted by the most of the squadron and by the commissioner, and it's cool to finally, like, I hope that they continue this trend going into season two, because we're pretty much wrapping up season one, mm-hmm. this is, like, the third or last episode of the season, in in production order. Yeah, having them have like more of a connection with the police. Yeah. But yeah, it's I interesting think so. that the police are like not into him. And then there's more silent sexy ninja fighting again. Like at, at Barbara Gordon's mansion, she's fucking loaded for being a commissioner and he's loaded for being the DA. Steve, can you get this loaded by, you know, just being cops and lawyers? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. This is a huge mansion, right? Is he supposed to be related to, like, um, what's his name? Luther, right? What was, like, Fox Luther or whatever? Is, like, do you think that he's supposed Lucius, to be? Lucius. L- Fox? Lucius Fox. Yeah, but um, I did, uh, his name was Sam Young. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah not Luther at all. Okay. <laughs> well. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does this guy also like turn out to be like uh, a bad Bruce's guy. like mechanic or something? Is, is that <laughs> no. the other thing you're gonna say? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. No, um, I love that Terry actually during this fight, Terry unmasks Curare, and we don't see it mm. as the audience, and and we never see it as the audience. We're n- we never see her unmasked, mm. and I was like, damn, that is really hot. Like, what a way to, like, tease this character. And I'm praying to God we have another Curare episode. And I'm hoping it's not, like, straight up Kyodai, where it's, like, Night of the Ninja, Day of the Samurai, and the guy's dead. Like, I'm hoping that Curare's here to stay. But I don't know. Like, what do you... What, I mean, you know. Is Curare here to stay? Um, I don't remember, but I can look it, look it up. Look up Curare if she's in, like... Because she's not in Justice she's League, She's in right? one more episode. She's in one more episode. So it is. It's exactly like it's like Kyodai. Just two episodes, and then this character's done. Well, she's great. Mm-hmm. I liked Kyodai as well. Um, he was a fun character, and it's kind of fun to have that kind of uh, you know that variation of the character in this uh, Batman Beyond. I also love the sword that they give the sword kind of its own like mystiqueness by having it be like micro thin whatever they call it molecularly thin blade so that it can cut through anything there's even a point where barbara's all like hey sam we're safe in here we're behind 10 inches of steel and then she just comes through and goes cut cut and the fucking doors down and she's bolting through and they're like running through a, a meat locker i thought that was really cool and i like this weapon too because it was something that like for the first time you had something that was potentially could cut through the batman suit and actually kill terry and then, there, and then you know, there's risk with that, which is kind of fun. And this character is also better than Terry. Like, Terry's yep, just a high school skilled. student, you know. She's way more skilled than Terry. So Terry's like, this is this is a great way for Terry to build his own skill sets through some through a character like this. 
Um, and then in this act two, we're actually at this is where Barbara dumps Dick, and we find out fucks Bruce. And yeah, I thought we that was a nice, about that. Uh, nice little tidbit of information. So this is something that like I um I was curious because this show came out in 1999, way before the Killing Joke was written as a as a dc uh, v- uh direct-to-video uh, movie well, I mean, no, obviously the, the alan book. moore story was already written yeah yeah yeah. right because that was written in the 80s i mean that's literally what tim burton based most of uh, mm-hmm. batman 89 on but when it comes to this like there's no conversation of barbara fucking batman prior to this this is as far as i know so i do know that barbara's gotten like down with everybody like She's fucked Batman in the comics. She's fucked Dick in the comics. She's fucked everybody in the comics. Apparently, like, Barbara's fucked literally, like, everyone in the comics. There's, like, a meme about all the people Barbara's fucked in the comics. But this is the first time I would think that you're seeing it in this medium of video. Um, and then it to be later to be utilized in the Killing Joke, um, the direct-to-video Killing Joke movie. Like, I was like, whoa. So, is I guess, is Killing Joke referencing this movie or this show? Killing Joke? Is Killing Joke referencing this show, Batman Beyond? Yeah, by having Barbara fuck Batman on the rooftop? Because that's no, Kevin Conroy. Well, I mean, I, I don't think that they're all full, all connected continuity-wise. I, I think the Killing Joke no, was I know, supposed but is it to loosely? Be. Well, I thought it's actually Killing there Joke was a reference to Killing, Killing Joke. Joke making a loose, like, kind of connection to this series? Um, I don't... The animated video. I don't know. I, I haven't seen the Killing Joke animated version. I've just read the comic book. It's not book. good. The, it's not good. But I had actually thought that earlier on, in, and I think in the first act, when they first have Barbara like go to the Batcave, that there was like an allusion to um, the Killing Joke. Like the what happened in the Killing Joke, her getting like injured. Uh, maybe not like uh, the full thing. Paralyzed. Uh, okay, I see. But that's what oh, I but thought. she may have gotten shot by the Joker yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But didn't paralyze this version of Barbara. She didn't become Oracle mm-hmm. and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I didn't catch that. That'd be that'd be cool to maybe check that out on a rewatch. I mean, there has to be more. I feel like to Barbara's dislike of vigilantes than just simply like I got over it and um, Batman didn't want to and I wanted to marry and settle down and he didn't want to so I decided to settle down with Sam Young the DA Mm -hmm. like there's got to be more to it than that and I wonder if you catching on to that that like there was some kind of interaction with uh, Batgirl and Joker like way back in the day that may have helped influence more of this frustration of this type of you know you create your own villains and shit like that um Cool. Well, let's look for that. Yeah, I'm oh, not you sure. already know. Do you already know? Do you already know? No, no. Not, I know there's oh, okay. more like a. I feel like. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I don't want to spoil their, that stuff, but I, I know more there's a history with a different character, uh, but not with Barbara. I don't know what, what her history is, what they develop okay. on the show. Um, and then uh, we have this train, silent, sexy ninja fighting on a train. Um, and there's some biscuit even in this train fight. Did you notice that? I did not. But I, I, oh, yes. I enjoyed the fight. I thought this was one, this one. Oh, yeah, it was great. My note is just train fight. You know, I just enjoyed it and watched it. You know, there wasn't like a lot for me to uh, make note of. You know, it was just something to enjoy. 
It was just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I thought all three fight sequences, major. It was like, actually, I think there's four technically, but all four boss battles with Curare and and Batman are great. Or even with Curare and Barbara, mm-hmm. they're great. They're all they're like animation choreography at its finest. You know, I, I think I've said this before on the show. They're they're, they're really great at at like explaining where the people are in the space kind of like you know what's at at stake and then kind of like you know our our power sets for the people you're not usually like oh this feels radical or oh this is just very you know deus ex machina it's just it, a lot of the show is at least when it comes to these fights feel like in, in action sequences feel so well planned out and i can't imagine how much storyboarding they must do to be able to pull that off but it, it's effortless it feels effortless and this episode was just like a highlight in fantastic animation action. I mean, besides the fact that you see Kirare's biscuit, yeah, the train fight is just amazing. And then it's just followed up by this train crash that should have killed everyone in that <laughs> train car. No one should have survived. It's like unbreakable. Only a superhero could survive that. <laughs> like, no one could survive that train crash. Meanwhile, you have these two elderly, like, half senile. You know, members of of, of 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 the city, the DA and, and the commissioner, they're so fucking old. And they're like, oh, yeah, they survived no problem. This massive train crash that should have killed everyone. They were they're free up. falling. The train falls. No, they're not. The train falls a thousand feet and you literally see inside the train shot and everyone is in suspended in midair. Meaning when that train eventually went through a wall and another wall and another wall and then eventually came out the other side of the building everybody in there would have been smashed up like mashed potatoes like it would have been disgusting it would have been a whole bunch of blood you would have to like literally vacuum everybody out of of that train because you could not pick them up it would just be like wet vac it would be a wet vac just soaking up all the dead bodies because that's how intense that train crash was yeah and it's Kriari just killing all these people right now I think so. On the top of the train, when she's just like slicing them up and knocking them down, like they are just. Did you see that biscuit? Did you see that biscuit shot though? I I missed missed it it. again. Right when she stabs the train, you can look right up her skirt, and you know what? You can see all the biscuits. It's amazing. (laughs) You're too much. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. No, you don't do that. Mm -mm. I like to walk around to this day still with mirrors on the on the tops of my shoes. Still, and to I just this walk day around. Still. And, oh yeah, and I walk up real close to girls and I ask them the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes I'll like you know I'll be like oh my god I love legs and then I'll touch their legs and I'll say this is a really nice leg mm. you know and I'll Creepy. rub it a little bit and like you know and then I'll t- <laughs> then I'll just you know walk away with my hands in my pockets I enjoyed when change. they uh, go to this meat processing plant <laughs> and it's like the meat yeah like it's like straight up like old time like you know meat just hanging on hooks and uh, super industrial meat locker yeah. right yeah absolutely yeah with these like massive robotic butchers essentially covering <laughs> everything up and it, one of the great things is when Terry shows up to save the day the theme song comes with him. Yeah, that was and a nice that's happened touch. before. Yeah, you know that happened in uh, Spellbound, it. and it happens again in A Touch of Curare. A lot of confidence that they like that song. That's that it's a good song. I gotta say, I don't care for the opening theme, and I don't care for the opening theme song. But when they use it as like a callback, yeah, like yeah, nice. Batman's gonna fuck shit up. I love it. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I, I'm not it a big should... fan of it either. Uh, like you just said, but I do agree. It was nice to, for, you know, like to throw it into the the show itself. 
every third act of this show should always have at some <laughs> point the theme song comes in when Terry shows up. Uh, that would get, get cliched. They gotta save no, it. No, it would sh- never get old. That would never <laughs> get old. Every third act. Oh, well, you, you would get ready for it. Everyone would get ready for it. <laughs> Everyone would be ready. They'd get their popcorn ready for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Throw it up get in so the air. Excited. Here it comes. Here it comes. Terry's gonna show up any minute, I promise. It's gonna be the best. That would be the best. Anyways, um, in the end, doesn't Curare just get away? No, well, she gets arrested, and then, like, I thought she got gets arrested. And then, or she gets, her. no, she just doesn't get killed by them, but then they, they're, like, hunt her or something. Isn't that the thing? Yes. Yeah, because the Society of Assassins, they say they have to kill that, like, if you don't complete your assassination, then the society itself will hunt you down. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's the idea, is that she's not going to be hunted by the Society of Assassins. I and wonder Bart, how yeah. much more are they truly going to build on that? Because as, as we talked about that, it's something that was designed for the series itself, the Batman Beyond series. But I think it's I just mean, like going to be these two episodes. At, uh, so the next episode is the, is the only episode on it. And Society it's over. of Assassins, yeah, probably. Okay. Can you imagine if they did Rachel Ghoul in two episodes and they just did the whole League of Shadows in two episodes? They're like, yeah, that's it. And <laughs> that's it. You mm-hmm. don't need it anymore. We don't need to develop that character or that that entire society at all. That would be shitty. Well, I'm just basing this episode not on what's to come, but what I saw in this episode, and I would give this a five out of five boys easily. I loved this episode. Wow. It was too fun. Two fives to watch. out of fives. Ugh. What do you mean? It's been a few five out of fives. What are you talking about? In a row. In a row? What do you mean in a row? You, like, two episodes ago, you've, like, were trash-talking this show. Gave it, like, two no, star, I, two boys. I, I, I was five out of five for... I was five out of five for Heroes. I was five out of... No, I wasn't. I, I was five out of five, five for Spellbound. Five Heroes. I was five out of five for Spellbound. I was five out of five for Shriek. And I was five out of five for a Touche of Curare. Steve, what are your boys on this? Five out of five. I enjoyed this one. <gasps> what? I you like, love this one too? Yeah, I really enjoyed, you know, I guess the uh, getting Barbara back into the swing of things and finding some more information out uh, post-Batman the Animated Series and, uh, yeah, the episode itself, the the villain. I thought it was interesting. Like you're, I was, I was assuming we were going to see a lot more of the Society of Assassins, but it doesn't look like we'll probably no. see a lot of them. Yeah, it's so it's very much just referenced and hinted at by Bruce. It's not even mentioned at all by Kirari because she doesn't talk. I just want to see her face and that puss. You know what I mean? Like just like whip him out. That's why you Let's give it five it. out of five. Five out of five. But if she's ugly, I would give it a one out of five. Oh, I'd be like, ew, I, I this bet. episode's stupid. <laughs> ugly people <Yeesh>. are dumb. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so just being real. Mm-hmm. I know. You're too All real. Right. Well, so You're too cool. real. So cool. So cool. All right. Great bat stuff, Steve. Great bat stuff. Cool boy nation. Tune in next week. Same cool bat time. Same cool bat channel. Cool boy bat nation. Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of a touch of curare or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and beyond coolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Thank you for listening. Stay cool. Cool boy bat nation until next time. It's Pisces from <laughs> Ballard. And it's Pisces from 
uh, Terrific Steve. So cool. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah.